All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. My name is Andrew Falati. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Thank you so much for being here with us. Um, as I always say, that The Void Show is really the only show that simplifies the beauty in the universe, right? So um, when I speak about the beauty, there's obviously this beauty in the universe. You know, there's this poetry in the universe god did not only use complicated mathematics to build the universe but there's there's uh there's beauty and there's poetry in the universe so the void show allows you to make your way through the deep space right uh trying to understand some of the phenomena that are governing the universe questioning yourself exercising your curiosity right asking questions about the universe wondering and really getting answers about the universe you know as one of the most popular scientists of all time says that logic can really only take you from a to b right or from a to l or from b to c but when you start to imagine right when you start to vividly imagine you can literally encycle the whole universe so that's what we're going to be doing today we're going to be encycling the whole universe we're going to be um traveling to the deep space just with our uh, uh imagining skills right because we've, we've got to imagine things right we've got to we've got to imagine these things because you know one thing uh even, even though you can look at this beauty and see it as beautiful, <laughs> but when you start to have an understanding or maybe some other perception of the universe, which you're going to get from the void show, there's this other dimension of knowledge that comes with this perception, right? So that's definitely what we're going to be speaking with today so this is just me saying welcome and thank you so much for being on the void show so you surely have seen what we're speaking about today we are speaking about the moon right so there's there's so many interesting things about the moon lots and lots of interesting things uh, uh that are happening with the moon we're going to be speaking about some of the futures right some interesting traits that the moon has um we'll be speaking about um, a bit of lunar statistics as well uh we're going to be speaking about tides right uh maybe you want to know what causes tides or you don't really understand what tides are that's what we're going to be speaking about today as well uh, we'll be speaking about faces of the moon right faces of the moon what causes faces of the moon why do we see different faces of the moon so those are some of the things that we're going to be speaking about and obviously uh, some of the traveling that has been made to the moon do we have people who have went to the moon we're going to be speaking about some of those things uh, and so um just a few things about the moon some interesting things before anything um obviously the moon 
goes across our sky every 24 hours, right? Goes, and um, now and then you'll probably, okay, you'll surely hear me <laughs> calling the moon Luna, right? Uh, you will obviously have heard lunar eclipses. Some other people call it moon eclipses, right? So it's, it's, it's just a Latin word for the moon, right? It means moon, just like we say solar eclipses, right? Sun eclipses. So it's pretty much the same thing, just that Luna is what is the Latin term that's used to say the the moon, right? So um, just an interesting thing. Uh, I've got so many interesting things, but listen to this. So when we go all the way back in time, like uh, uh, thousands of generations before right thousands of generations before did you know that people have always used the regularly changing shapes of the moon as their calendar did you know that and that's just an interesting fact for today people ancient people by the way and i don't know if some people still use it today as the, the calendar but ancient people like old people our granddads they used regular changing shapes of the moon to as their calendar right so they knew if uh, we we've got this face of the moon it means that we should do this right if we have this it means that uh, we, we should do this but even though they did that even though they did that the moon was just a mere object in in the sky right it was just a mere object in the sky up until 1609 up until 1609 when this famous astronomer started to observe the moon for the first time using his own created uh, uh telescope right so he then started to see that oh it's not only an object in the sky but it's a living body right it has mountains in it it has these flat surfaces there are these uh dark areas there are these bright areas on the moon right and then he he obviously gave these areas uh the 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 name maria right maria which is also a latin word that means seas but obviously today we know that on the moon we don't have seas right and of obviously that time when he observed the moon with his first telescope he said oh there it should be seas but now we obviously know better that uh we don't have seas on <laughs> the moon but that was just an introduction um 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 just wait for this wait for it right after this we will be speaking and understanding you know getting an insight of what's happening with the moon stick with us Okay, 
so let's get this going right let's get the point home let's be quite frank about the moon let's understand the moon much more better right and by the way please be part of this show today or our every week show by going on your facebook and uh, searching at the void show with andrew like and follow the page so that you do not miss any episode from the void show and so that you get to share your thoughts with us right so please do that and by the way so um uh, this astronomer who looked at the moon and saw these different shapes on the moon with his telescope of course is the very same astronomer who looked at Jupiter and saw four Jupiter moons, right? And those would be um, Io, uh, Ganymede, Europa, and Callisto, right? He saw these four moons of Jupiter. And we obviously spoke about Jupiter uh, last week. But he's the very same popular astronomer. His name was Galileo Galilei. I don't know if I pronounced it okay, but his name was somewhere there. <laughs> so yeah, he's the very same person and that's just um, a side point. But now let's speak about the origin and the history of the moon. And of course, this would be the scientific explanation, right, of the birth of the moon and the history of uh, the moon right we're trying to understand on um how god created this right that's what we're trying to understand and so here's the first thing now we obviously know the chemistry that of the moon right we obviously know the chemistry we know the structure we know the the composition of the moon right and how do we know this we obviously have astronauts apollo astronauts who went to the moon right and they came up with what they came up with these samples from the moon what would be these samples that would be the material that makes up the moon right so they came up with this material they came up with it uh they came with it obviously on earth right they came with the material on earth and there were scientists that studied these uh, material. The scientists studied the material. And so there's a technique that's used in science to calculate the approximate uh, age of a body, right? Be it a rock, be it an, uh, an outer space coming rock, right? So there's a technique that's used in science to calculate the approximate age. And so scientists studied the material from Earth, from the moon, right? obviously the sample material and they found one thing they found that the moon is approximately 4.6 billion years of age is about that age right it's about that age about 4.6 billion years of age but even though they knew that there was a puzzle right there was a puzzle and this was the puzzle so here's the thing people have always believed that the moon and earth and all the other planets have been formed from the same dusty material right so that has always been the belief in people's mind but listen to this if that was true right if that was true and what do we mean by that if earth the moon and all the other planets were made from the same material that would mean that then earth the moon and all the other planets should have the same composition, right? 
So it would mean they should uh, be made of the same kind of elements. It meant that it should they should all have the same structure, right? The same uh, chemistry, the same composition, right? It would mean that. But now here's the thing. When they looked at the moon, instead, the moon... Uh, the moon's chemical composition, right, is only like Earth's surface. It's only like Earth's surface. It does not have this dense metallic core like Earth, right? It does not have that. And so this really only left scientists with uh, one choice, really, right? It left them with a choice of speculating right that the moon may have formed from a planet-sized body that at some point in time hit earth and then formed the moon with the debris right with the, the material with the dusty material that was the outcome of the collision between these uh two bodies and so that's the scientific uh, belief of how the moon might have formed billions of years ago right right so 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 uh, let's speak about the brightness of the moon okay and obviously the moon would be um, the second brightest object in the sky, right? What would be the first one? What would be the first one? It would be the star. Which star? Our sun, right? <laughs> that would be the first bright object in the sky. And the second one would obviously be what? It would be our moon, our lunar, right? Remember, Luna is a Latin term used to say the moon, right? So let's speak about the brightness of the moon. Now, here's the thing. The moon produces no light of its own. That's it. The moon does not uh, have its own light, but now it only shines by what? By the reflected light, right? The reflected light, right? So you would have the sun, it's emitting light in all these directions. And so when the light gets to the moon, the moon absorbs it and it starts to do what? It starts to reflect all this light. And um, here's the thing, uh, the percentage of light that's reflected by the moon is known as its albedo so when you hear someone speaking of the moon's albedo right a l b e d o the moon's albedo they will be speaking about what the percentage of light that's reflected by the moon right and what's that percentage the, the moon only reflects like seven percentage of what the 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 the, the, the of, of the light from the sun Right, it only reflects like seven percentage of the light that falls actually vertically on it. Yes, it only reflects seven percent of the light. Right, so so the light that you actually see from the moon, it's actually coming from the reflection that it does. Right, and um, uh, so there are areas of course in the moon that reflects much more light than others do right and obviously that would depend on the kind of material that makes up uh, the moon in different areas okay 
So, so um, just a few things about the lunar statistics, right? So some of the stats um, about the moon. So let's start to speak about the diameter, right? So what would be the diameter? So if you draw a circle and you draw a straight line from one point to the other in a circle, that would be your diameter, right? So it's a distance from the other side to the other side of the moon, right? That's what that's the diameter so the moon has like 3480 kilometers uh, diameter and that would be about uh, 2100 and something miles okay when you convert it to 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 the miles so the, the thing is you see some planets in our solar system right remember that our solar system has eight planets eight recognized planets so um some planets in our solar system they do have larger moons right they do have larger moons but now the moons of earth and jupiter are actually the largest in our solar system with respect to what with respect to their parent uh planets okay so it's only jupiter it's only pluto and earth that has large moons with respect to with respect to 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 their to the what with respect to their planet size but now and i'm saying this now as People would say back in time when Pluto was still called a, a planet. When if, if we were gonna say it's a planet, then we would say this, right? But now we know that we have demoted it to being called a dwarf planet. But if it was a dwarf, if it was a planet, then we would say Earth and Pluto have uh, large moons compared to what? Compared to the planets themselves. Okay. So uh, now, another thing would be the thing of the tides, right? Let's speak about tides. Uh, what are tides? Um, maybe you know what tides are. Maybe you know how they happen. But you don't just know the actual explanation on why tides happen, right? So you're on the Void Show and we're going to be speaking about that right now. So, 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 um, just another thing. Um, so, okay, picture this. Picture this. Just This is just a boon for you. Picture this. Now, there's this Earth to the moon system right and what would be that it would be earth and the moon right and did you know that some scientists actually uh, depict this earth to moon system as a dual planetary system and what does that mean it means it's a double planetary system right what does it mean again it means that um so they take the moon as another planet right so it's two planets orbiting each other or maybe one orbiting the other that's what a dual planetary system means. So some scientists actually depict the Earth to the Moon system as a dual planetary system. Why? That's because in our solar system, our planet, which is Earth, is actually the only one with the largest moon. Right? Relative to what? Relative to the planet. Relative to the planet itself. So if we would go back in time, like uh, around 2002, we would even say Pluto, right? It had the largest moon as well as Earth in our solar system. But right now, uh, it's only Earth, so it's 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 because of the size, right? Relative to the planet that the moon is orbiting, uh, scientists would say that it's a dual planetary system. But right now, uh, well, there are some scientists that call it that way, and uh, it's, it's okay because it's helpful to think like that. But let's speak about the tides, right? Let's speak about tides. So, what are tides? Um, you surely have heard someone speaking of tides, but you just don't know how they happen. But let's speak about tides. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, you see, because of the close proximity 
of the distance or let's say because of the close proximity of the moon and earth okay because of its close proximity what do we mean by that because of the distance they have between their centers right the moon's gravity pulls so powerfully on our oceans on our seas right uh, what else? on our lakes and sometimes even on our solid land right and that's because of what that's because of the close proximity of earth and the moon so the moon would pull uh, gravitationally right what is gravity obviously when you throw something up it goes down right that's the law of gravity so 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 even at planets and this was newton who discovered this he he said okay so forces that holds the planets in motion or forces that holds you know uh celestial bodies in motion or that sets them not sets them in motion but that holds them balanced like an earth to the moon system right so the moon orbits around the earth forces that hold the system in balance should be the same forces that applies when i throw a pen up and it comes down but the problem is they are it's not a problem but it's a thing the thing is they are balanced though the moon does not have to go on earth and you know crash it that's why they are balanced though because the moon applies the force to earth you know and the earth applies the same force to uh, the moon and so they are balanced and so because of that they are you know uh set in motion they are actually in motion and it's because of that so the moon then would pull gravitationally to that and one thing is that the sun also does a tug gravitationally to uh, our planet right but now because it's very far away so the effect would be much 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 smaller right but now the the the, the reality is these forces working together right are always uh are always tugging gravitationally on our planet right and so what would that cause there would be these bulges right so our planet would be like it, it kind of bulges diametrically if there's such a word i think there is it would kind of uh bulges diametrically right and actually what would happen it would there would be these high tides between uh the two points and so obviously uh this would uh would kind of uh what would it do it would um, it would draw the water right so it would draw water from all the points that are between right from all the points that are between and actually uh uh create areas of bulging between the points and actually uh two times and i think it's two times in a month so two times in a month uh the moon the earth and the sun actually align perfectly together and so it's around those times where the moon that the water on earth would uh would uh you know be drawn to the moon so uh that's what tides are right and um, um, um i think you are now understand what tides are and so just to give you a bit of a time to take what we said to dig in um, I'm going to give you a gem by Attaboy <laughs> saying to you, fearless. So enjoy this uh, song. And right after this, we will be speaking more about uh, the moon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Peter Boy saying fearless on Radio FM. This is active. Thank you so much for still being with us. My name is Andrew Falati. And I mean, if you're here, it means that you are loving uh, what we're speaking about today. We are surely speaking about the moon. And um, you can obviously be part of this conversation today by going to our Facebook page. Our handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. So uh, be sure to check that out. Be sure to like and follow the page so that you do not miss any uh, episode from our weekly postings of The Void Show. So um, we are speaking about the moon. And um, before this nice jam... Uh, we were speaking about the tides, what causes tides. We spoke a little bit about lunar statistics. Uh, we spoke about um, um, the scientific explanation of the birth of the moon, right? And uh, a bit of history of the moon. And so if you have scrolled to this point by some even reason, <laughs> uh, you might want to go back and listen to what we had in a studio uh, today. So now let's speak a little bit about lunar temperatures, okay? So lunar temperatures, right? Um, the heat, if you want to call it that way, the cooling, if you want to say that way, I mean, it's still okay to say like that. But now you're going to be surprised on what we're going to say under uh the lunar temperatures okay we you're gonna be totally surprised now here's the thing you see when it is midday on the moon and what do we mean by that when it's midday it means that the sun is directly overhead okay it's directly overhead the moon the temperature reaches 100 degrees celsius when it's midday it reaches and you should remember that on the moon, we do not have such, such a thick atmosphere as we have on Earth, right? We do not have all these other friction, you know, uh, confusions that are happening on Earth's uh, surface, right? So it's just the moon, it's just the surface, it's like that. So, so, so during midday, meaning when the sun is overhead, temperatures would increase to 100%. 100 what am I saying? I want to say 100 degrees Celsius, right? 100 degrees Celsius. <laughs> they will increase up to 100 degrees Celsius temperatures during midday. But when, when at, 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 we call it lunar midnight. So when it's lunar midnight, the temperature drops drastically to about negative 116 or about you know in that range to about 116 114 degrees celsius it decreases to that level so this means it's extremely hot and it's extremely cold when you are on the moon so the nights are extremely cold and you know the days are extremely hot okay and now one thing that you should remember so you you need to remember that the moon actually rotates once it only rotates once around earth right with the amount of days that we have in a month on earth right that's why we call it the month right <laughs> moon right that's why we call it the month so it only rotates once in a month around earth so this implies that uh it the moon has long periods of daylight and long periods of 
darkness with which in those periods it extremely heats and it extremely cools right so 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 you know that today and 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 that's caused by what why do we have extreme heats and extreme coolings during the night and extreme heats during the day that's because the moon lacks atmosphere right and so if you have an atmosphere around the planet it acts as this um it acts as this insulating blanket around the planets around the planet okay so the moon lacks that and so the sun it's straight overhead and when it's not there it's extremely cold so that's really what's happening with uh, lunar temperatures yes so um one last thing that we speak about is um the future right so let's speak about the future uh, the future of the moon right and um so 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 uh, i think i could be saying this but um it's been set before because that's what the future looks like okay so um people have went to the moon um they've went to the moon and so um a lot of people are asking now why not go back to the moon again why not go to the moon again um the moon landing was faked and all of that stuff but um the reality is um you know there are samples of material from uh, the moon and um, even though pictures would not be highly believable, but um, you know, I, 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 <laughs> so so I'm gonna say this. It was said before. In a, uh, I've watched this, uh, you know, interview before, and there was this scientist that was interviewed, and um, you know, the question of was the lunar landing faked, and the thing was that uh, you know. It's much easier to go to the moon <laughs> than to fake the moon landing, <laughs> which which I totally agree with. It's 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 much easy to go to the moon than to fake the moon landing, because you know um, there's hardware. There are thousands of hours um, that should be there that were actually there. Computers, highly expensive computer stuff, um, and the rocket again to build it, right? So, 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 uh, there's just a lot that would have to be put in place, you know, uh, <laughs> if 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 scientists would want to fake the moon landing. So, I mean, it's not faked, by the way. But then, so uh, just one <laughs> last thing about the, the future. So um, obviously, you know, I think obviously in the future, uh, the moon would be an ideal, best place for astronomical observatories, right? And uh, what we mean by that, we mean, you know, an ideal place for the building of telescopes, powerful telescopes right uh, that would um, go deep in space and reveal to us some of the phenomena that are happening in uh, the universe okay and so why 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 am i saying this that's because remember that the moon lacks um the turbulent atmosphere right so it does not have uh, the atmosphere that earth has right so it 
there are no cars on the moon, right? There are no people who are smoking on the moon. There are no fat trees on the moon. So it's, it's quite good. It's quite an ideal site for building something through which you'd want to observe the universe with high clarity, right? Which high, with high resolution. So, um, and obviously, uh, it has also less gravity, right? It has less gravity and weather, no weather that would blur telescopes, okay? So, um, obviously, uh, lunar telescopes could be built in large sizes and would actually be able to see farther than any telescope that is in existence uh, today. So, um, uh, uh, so even though some other people suggest that, well, actually, there, there, there's, there's actually more suggestions about what we can use the moon for uh, in the future, which some of them are actually happening right now. So, you know, uh, some people suggest that the moon would actually be uh, I don't know. It it would it would um, kind of provide a, a, it it would be the best place as well to study the what the, the interplay, okay? To study the interplay of the sun's radiation with Earth and the moon, right? So uh, in that way, scientists would be able to learn the interaction of sun's radiation with Earth and the moons that would mean they would know how it affects our climate right by knowing how it affects the the, the moon and so um other people would like to use the moon to collect sunlight you know transform it into other forms of energy and actually beam it to earth <laughs> to replace our current need of uh, energy uh, you know which i think it's definitely one thing that could happen i mean it's crazy but it's 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 you know it would be beneficial right taking light from the sun you know uh, transforming it into other forms of energy on the moon and taking it to earth that's crazy but it's, it's it would be such a boon to to do that so um we had a great show today um i don't know about you but i definitely did have a great show um there's actually a lot that's happening with the moon not just this i mean we did not cover things like uh uh, how do you see Earth when you are on the moon, right? You definitely see it in other way. And it's not like the moon because remember, there are a lot of things that are different with Earth and the moon. The Earth has oceans, blue oceans. It has clouds. You know, um, it has an atmosphere and it's much bigger. And, you know, uh, it definitely would reflect much more light than moon. So you definitely see it in different ways. We did not speak about uh, Luna. What do you call this? Lunar, uh, uh, lunar exploration, right? We did not really get into detail with that. We did not speak about lunar geography. So there's really a lot that's happening with the moon, uh, of which I believe that we will discuss more in the future. But we had a great show right after this. I will be closing. <laughs> Live, right here on Active FM, we bring to you the Active Worship Inception album. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I rejoice that your word unfading. I've been separated since you.
on Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you're interested in downloading the album, well, contact us for more info. And of course, this apparently <laughs> is the end of the Void show today. Um, I love the kind of topics that we've been having lately. Um, so, you know, we've been interviewing some people and um, you should keep listening to the Void show because believe you me, um, in the next coming episode, we will be inviting some people who are you know, uh, they, they, they're experts in their fields. And so we will be interviewing some of them from different countries and, you know, trying to understand what's happening in the universe. So, um, 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 so you definitely want to be listening to the Void show. Uh, by the way, a safe platform for you to get the shows that we have on Active FM is www.activefm.co.za. So we've got lots of shows there. We've got like lots of shows. We've got, um, what, sports shows. We've got music shows. You know, it's just the music. We've got um, shows about guys. We've got shows about girls. We've got shows about uh, what? Uh, uh, education. We've got shows about the Bible. We've got movie shows, right? So there's pretty much a load, whole bunch of shows that you want to go check out on that uh, website. We call it a World Wide Web. So you definitely want to go check it out there. We are there on Spotify, um, right? Please search the Void Show at 2FM. Follow us. YouTube, TikTok, um, Instagram at ActiveFM777, Twitter at ActiveFM, Facebook forward slash ActiveFM. If you just search ActiveFM, you'll definitely find us. From me, myself, and I, this is The Void Show. My name is Andrew Falati Wahahomu. I love you, and I'll see you next time, same place. Active FM Radio has never been better.